Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. It's strange going back that long but you think you remember a lot more but I remember it's, it's strange I don't even remember being in the hotel the night before because it was a Monday night game. Uh, we travelled. I think we travelled down on the morning and we stayed in the hotel but I, re- I don't remember any of that. I just remember getting to the ground. I don't even remember being on the coach to the game, I just remember getting to the ground and being in the dressing room. Uh, don't remember the warm up. Don't remember. Probably don't remember five minutes before kickoff. It's strange because you'd think you would, but with it being such a for me, it was such a big thing. It sort of it overwhelmed me a little bit. And um, obviously, all I remember was the referee blowing the whistle to start the game, and that's all I remember. It's strange. And then. Um Obviously, you've, you've come through the City Academy. Um, what, what was that like at the time? Well, it was back then when I was coming through. It was, it was the School of Excellence. Um, obviously, I think it changed a few years later. Um, but coming through the School of Excellence at the time was, was brilliant because we had some. I mean, on a Thursday night, we had um, good coaches coaching us at Platte Lane, and then from being 14 to 16. Um, Coaching on a Thursday night, uh, Colin Bell was there, we used to see Tony Buck, people like that, so it was good. And uh, making the step up then from there to the first team, um, what, 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 what changed for you? What, 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 what happened? I think it was just a case of, I left school um, and I started my apprenticeship, two-year apprenticeship, and I did in the first year, and the first year went really well for me, and I ended up signing as a professional after my first year. Um, which I didn't expect. I thought I'd do the full two years and maybe not even get taken on. But it was, I think the first year went really well for me because I was playing in the reserves in the first year as an apprentice. Um, and it just starts off from, from then playing in the reserves. I was playing with players who were like seasoned professionals. So I was just, I was only a kid at 17, 16, 17. So it was, it was strange in a way. But it, for me, it was, it's what I wanted to do. I think from being 12 years old, I always wanted to be a footballer. And then you, once you've made the step up to the first team, you kind of you kind of uh, ground yourself into a place in there. But there was you, you had a problem in the about '96 when you had a, a quite a bad knee injury. Yeah, I mean when, when I first got into the team, it was I played the first, my first season. I played quite a few games, and I remember the manager at the time, Brian Orton, saying, "I think he thinks I needed a rest because I was only a young lad and I was I was playing Saturday, Tuesday, or midweek, two games a week. So it was one of those where I think he said I needed a bit of a rest. I had a bit of a rest, and I got some." little niggly injuries but like you say I think we played Leeds away um, I remember it really well the, the, the day it was a nice day sunny out uh, I was really looking forward to the game it was about the time where I'd been in uh, Terry Venables sort of like a warm up squad and he was announcing his, his full squad uh, and I think I was quite close to it and then we played Leeds and I just remember the tackle it was it was like it happened yesterday it was strange how you remember things and you forget different things but I was just running down the sideline and um, one of the Leeds players just came around the side of me and my knee just completely collapsed. Uh, being, uh, I, was, I think I, was, I wasn't that 
Hull, but being a young lad and I was just enthusiastic about playing and training and everything else, I didn't really grasp it until probably the day after when I went to the hospital to have an operation. They told me the extent of the injury. At that time, not many people had had it. I think uh, Paul Lake had had it. I remember Dean Saunders had had it done probably five years previous to that. Um, so it was a strange thing for me. I didn't really understand it. And it was one of those where it was a bad injury, but I didn't understand it. I couldn't grasp it. I thought I'd be back in six weeks or five or six weeks. And it ended up being, uh, in total, 21 months. How, how did that affect you? Now when I think about it, I think it affected me in a lot of ways. I think it affected me really mentally a lot because I couldn't, I couldn't cope with it. When I first had my operation done, I couldn't cope with it. I used to go into Platte Lane on a training day and see the lads getting the kit on and going out training. I was stuck in, I couldn't do anything. I just had to sit in, the, in Platte Lane with my, with my leg on a, on a chair. So it affected me a lot and it, I think it sort of, it made me, it made me a bit tougher, I think, mentally to, to want to get back. And with it being so long, taking 21 months to, to get back, it was one of those things where every day, I mean, I worked with Paul Lake for a lot of that time, and being just being with him, and he's been through the same sort of injury as me. It sort of we sort of bounced off each other and, and got each other through that sort of process. And unfortunately, Paul didn't make it back through his injury. But um, I mean, he helped me 100% get get me back to full fitness. So mentally, it's tough. I mean, people don't understand that sort of side of it. When they see you playing football, they always think that. Yeah, it's brilliant what a lifestyle you've got. But when you have a bad injury like that, people don't sort of see the downside of it when you're on your own and you've got to do the rehab on your own. And you're on your own for 12 hours a day doing rehab. Um, but I think it made me a stronger person. When I, when I did eventually come back in the Forest game away, um, maybe I'd, I'd sort of... Before I got injured, maybe I'd sort of developed into more of a man than when I first got injured. I was only a, a boy, really. And I sort of filled out, and, and um, obviously I've been in the gym doing weights and, and strengthening some sort of work. So it sort of, it, it sort of stood me in good stead, and I'm in touch with to this day. I've never had a problem with my knee. Well, like you say, fortunately you were you were able to get back and, and get back as a first team regular. Um, it was, I think, it'd be fair to say, it's a bit of a period of turmoil for City uh, while you were there. Um, various relegations and promotions. Yeah, I think it was. Um, Two relegations on the on the bounce on the spin, and then two promotions on the bounce. So it was, in a way, it was, it was good times because I think the, the Wembley game sort of redefined those two se the seasons before where we'd, where we'd gone down. But we'd also gone through a lot of managers in that time as well, so that didn't help. And I think looking at certain teams like United, they've had a, a solid manager for so many years, and I think having a solid manager, which we didn't have at that time to take us through five, six, seven, eight, nine years and getting a, a solid base to work from didn't actually work for us and we went through a lot of managers but I think it was uh, the last game of the season we had to win and hope the results other, other results went for us and Joe Royal came in I think we won that game 6-2 in the end at Stoke um, and it was just a little too late I think it was um, Joe did a good job when he came in he brought with the Donnerke in and, and he sort of gave us that sound base to work from and the following season uh, got promoted Obviously through the playoffs, and then the season after that got promoted automatically at Blackburn, winning 4-1. So it was, it would those times for me were probably some of the best times. I think it was disappointing to be relegated, and people were talking about the club going out of business, and that'll be it. One if we stay in that division another season, that'll be it. But I think it was 
for us at the time we had a good set of lads when Joe came in. He brought some good players in and good lads as well, and we all got on. So it was it, it was good times for me. Yeah. Did you feel like you said that about about the, the problems the club were having being so low down and, and the financial side of things? Did you did you ever, as a player did you ever feel any pressure? Yeah, there was a lot of pressure. I think it was because City have always been a big club. I think I think it's it always been a big club. I, can't, I think you can compare say Manchester City to someone like Bury or someone like that. City have always been a big club. They've always had good players, and it, there was a lot of pressure because we were we were bringing managers in, managers were bringing players in who weren't playing and it was just a case of right this is a new manager this is a new manager what he's going to do he's going to bring in his own players and he brought his own players in and a lot of them didn't play and it was, that's how it happened over a, a period of probably two or three years they ended up with like 56 players at Platte Lane coming into train on a, on a Monday now, for me it was strange because you'd, you'd walk in and you could have picked four teams out of those players um, so there was a lot of pressure because We'd spent a lot. I think we spent a lot of money on players. Wages were increasing and, and getting higher. There was a lot of pressure on, on us um, just just trying to get the club out of this, this situation that the players at the time had got got the club into. I think. And uh, I, want, I want to take you back now to the uh, playoff final in uh, in '99. Um, what were your thoughts? Uh, you know, a couple of minutes to go. We're two 0 down. What, what were you thinking? To be honest with you, the whole day was for me. It was. It was fantastic what a fantastic day from start to finish I think once we won the semi-final against Wigan I just looked forward to it and I thought to myself we've done the, a lot of the hard work now we've got to go to Wembley and win the game and all along I felt really confident about it being a good day for us and with the amount of fans that were travelling down I was just so excited about the game and looking forward to it the warm-up happened the warm-up came along and we all warmed up and the warm-up for me went really well and I felt good um, and it was just one of those things where the shock just took over. We started all right in the game, had a couple of half chances, and then they ended up scoring, which which sort of took us back a little bit, and we sort of went into our shell a little bit, and then we conceded a second. I think once you concede in a game like that, the nerves are going to start, and that's what happened. Um, and we conceded a second, and then they sort of thought they'd won the game, and they took both the main strikers off, um, which was a, not a shock at the time, because I think if we were 2-0 up, our manager Joe made changes as well, but I think the goal got us back into it, and we had a, that year. I think that team we had had a, had a fantastic fighting spirit for each other. We all wanted to do well for each other. Uh, there were no superstars in the team. We were all just hard-working lads who just wanted to do well for the club. And I think the goal got us back into it with Kevin Orlock. Um, and it just seemed to, the, the, for me, it was one of those things. You play at Wembley, people say, oh, "What's the noise like?" and "What's this like?" And, for me, it, there was ninety. I think it was eighty-nine thousand there. And um, you, to this day, you think about things like that. You don't hear the noise. The only time I heard the noise was probably the penalty shootout. Uh, when you settle down a little bit and calm down, you were stood around watching different people do different things. And the whole experience for me was surreal. I think the, uh, Paul Dickoff's goal. I remember it well. And then I, th- I tried to think back about the game and. I remember the noise for the goal when, when he scored and the celebrations afterwards and those are the sort of things you remember. Um, but what, for me, what a fantastic day to be involved in um, and, and be involved in the club's history, for, you know, which I'll remember forever. You mentioned there the, uh, the penalty shootout. I want to ask you, um, you, you put your name down for uh, one of the first five. Uh, where did that come from? It was, it was a shock for the fans. Yeah, I mean, I'd not. people had said, oh, I was, I'd not scored for City and I'd not, I'd not scored... 
as many goals as maybe I should have as a fullback. But fullbacks for me don't score that many goals. I mean, look at Gary Neville at United and some of the fullbacks that we've had. The game's changed a lot over the years anyway. Uh, fullbacks these days score more goals because they, they play more advanced. But at the time, people were saying, oh, he does, hasn't scored for the club yet. Um, and like you said, the fans were thinking, oh, why is he taking a penalty at the time? Probably after the Wiggins semi-final second leg at Main Road we'd been practising penalties and I decided well we'd gone through the penalties and the manager said right would you be confident enough to take a penalty and I said yeah so all that week we had in between the semi-final and the final we'd practice penalties so I was really confident in taking one obviously when you get to Wembley and you see 89,000 people in front of you it's a little bit of a different story um, and, it, and it's not one of those things where you think oh yeah I'm confident it's one of those things where you think I hope my legs stop shaking pretty soon because I've got to take a penalty. And I, it's just strange because I remember all the penalties before and I, it was my turn, I knew it was my turn. And I, I watched everybody walk up to the penalty spot and I thought to myself, how stupid is this? You're in front of our fans as well, the City fans. Why prolong it anymore? So I decided, if you watch the video back, I run up to the penalty spot just to save me that walk because it's always a long walk. And I remember putting the ball down and there was a piece of grass on my hand, I think. I remember it, I flick it. I tried to flick the grass off my hand. And then as I put the ball on the spot and stepped back, my legs just started sort of shaking. And it's, it's one of those things that, unless you're actually in that position, you'll never experience it. And it, it is a nerve-wracking experience. But I was confident a couple of weeks before the final that I could do it. You'd never have guessed you were nervous. I mean, flicked in off the underside of the bar. And it's... Yeah, I mean, I, I'd sort of decided weeks before when I was practising the penalties that if I'm going to take one I'm going to be confident in taking it and if, if I'm going to take it and be confident I'm going to stick to what this, which side I'm going to put the penalty so all week I've been practising I've been putting them in that side so I decided that's the side I'm going to go um, for me it got a little bit too much elevation but I, it was sort of one of those things I think the keeper went the wrong way anyway um, but I enjoyed it one of those things nobody can ever take away from me because it was an, an enjoyable moment for me uh, and then you had uh, you had City had back-to-back promotions there. Um, did you did you see the rise back to the Premiership to be that quick when you, when it when it happened? I think no. I think that after the Wembley final, I didn't think nobody ever. I don't think anybody thought any City fans, anybody at the club thought we'd go the next season and get promoted. But I think that's what Joan Willie instilled in the players that we have got that confidence now from winning the, the player final to go on the next season and do something really good. And I think we took that spirit that we had into the next season. And um, it showed in the games we played. We beat some good teams that year. I mean, Fulham was in that league, uh, Blackburn were in that league, and I think we, we beat some very good teams that season. And then uh, back in the Premier League, um, I think it's fair to say you had a bit of a tough time, um, maybe from the fans as well. What, what sort of what, what do you remember of that year? I think it, for me, it's one of those. I think it, expectations as you as you go up the divisions and you do well and you like the season before. I think we'd not been beat at home probably. I think we only lost about two games at home that season. Maybe one more, I'm not too sure exactly, but because the expectations rise, I think it, that's the way it was, and we were coming up against better players. The start went all right, I thought, for the team and for myself. Um, I think we beat Sunderland at home, um, and then we played Coventry, and I remember the Coventry game was... It was just one of those things... I think if you have a, a team of players where... Not everyone's performing at 100%. It's difficult to get through games, especially when you're playing as better players, a, a step up. And for me, it was 
I was always one of those players. I'd, I'd had it instilled in me by Willie Donaghy, who was a fullback himself, and I got on really well with Willie, and I liked Willie and Joe. They were brilliant. And I just had that. I just had that. Um, I had no fear. Even when things were going wrong, I still wanted to get the ball off the goalkeeper. I still wanted the ball. And I think a lot of players at that time and the, the season before, if things weren't going well, and maybe in the league, in the League Two season as well, if things weren't going well. You'd find people at hide, and I was never one of those people. And I always wanted to do well. It wasn't a case of right, I'm, you know, I'm going to go out to play badly. It was, it was one of those things where I always wanted to do well. I've been at the club a long time. I've been here since I was 12. Um, I'm, you know, that's that's all I ever know. That's all I've ever known is Man City. So it's it's one of those things where the fans got on my back. But it was one of those. I think Joe made me captain, and for me it was. I was an easy target, I think, because um, I'd been there so long. I'd had a few injuries and, and a, a, a bad injuries, and I was out with injuries. And um, I think it was more of I was, I was a bit of an easy target. And everyone makes mistakes in football. I'm not one of those people who, who ever thought I was the best player ever. I'd always make, I'd make loads of mistakes in games, and make loads of positional mistakes, passing different things. You'd make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but for me, it was a little bit harsh. But it's not, I'm not one of the people I didn't take it to heart I just sort of at the time it upset me because this is my club really and that's how I always I always looked at it and uh, I was frustrated more than upset really afterwards because I couldn't understand why it was me we had players in, in that squad who weren't even bothered about the club and I was bothered about the club and I was the one who was getting the stick I was going to say it was, uh, there, was there was some sort of uh, it, it was kind of a, a, a little bit of irony that it was against Coventry where um, you were subbed off and, it were, and uh, the fans were on your back but then Coventry away where you, yeah, where you made yeah. a comeback it was Boxing Day on, yeah. on New Year's Day I can't remember exactly I remember like Joe took me off for the Coventry game at home when I went and scored the own goal um, I mean that happens nowadays That you'd never get you'd, if this player scored an own goal nowadays it'd be oh alright we'll try and score another goal to win that, back then it was totally different but like I say, I'd not, when Joe took me there, I'd not played for a few games, and then New Year's Day came around, and um, I just got a phone call. I wasn't expecting to play, and he told me I'd be playing. We need you to play, and I, I, I just I obliged and went down there. And I thought I played well that game. I was, and it was one of those times for me to show people that I'm not, you know, somebody who gives in. I was somebody who just wanted to, you know, get back on track and, and play for the club. And uh, just just looking at City now, uh, what do you make of what's happened at City over the last few years? I think it's. I find it a little bit surreal, really, because it's. It's. We'd never have thought. Obviously, when um, Tax and Shinawatra came in, we'd. We'd never have thought. I never thought that. Now we'd have probably one of the wealthiest people in the world running the club and have, have the club's best interests at heart. So. I think for me, it can only be a good thing. I think. The club has waited a long time to have success. Uh, on the field. Um, obviously, the two promotions, the FA Cup. At wins in the 70s um, but I think the club's worked a long time to have success on the field and I think now the owners have got the club in that position where I think we can do it